0: This is I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. The following is a recent Sunday morning message given by Pastor Robert Brown. Thank you, Lord. Amen. We're coming out of our first scripture, with this, which is Matthew 10, uh, verse 29. I'm going to be reading out of the amplified version of the, Bi- amplified classic version of the Bible. Kind of opens up the scriptures for us, gives us a better understanding of what we're reading and what the writer was thinking. Uh, in this case, Matthew Amen. And let me set up this scripture for us. Um, Jesus had just sent out his 12 disciples and he was giving them some instructions. Amen. And in this portion of the scripture, he's letting them know of their value to him. All right. So here we go. So Matthew 10:29, verses 10 through 31. I mean, 10:29, 29, verses 29 through 31. Here we go. All right, it reads, Are not two little sparrows sold for a penny? And yet not one of them will fall to the ground without your father's leave, consent, and notice. But even the very hairs of your head are all numbered. Fear not then, you are of more value than many sparrows. Hallelujah. So here Christ is letting his disciples know how valuable they are to to Father God and himself, amen. And in the same sense, uh, as God is not the respective persons, we are of value to Father God, Christ, and as well the Holy Spirit, he, as he takes residence in us as believers in Christ, hallelujah. So our message today, next slide please, is God is interested in your success. He values us, as he takes care of the birds, amen, and he even knows uh, the number of hairs that are on our head. And for me, it would not be hair, amen, it would be a stubble, hallelujah, glory to God. He knows how many stubble points are in my head, hallelujah, glory to God. But the, the point being, besides my joke, is that God values us and is interested in our success, hallelujah. God wants you to be successful, hallelujah. He will spend time, uh, he will create opportunities, he will do things. Because if you value someone, amen, then you are interested in their success. Jesus, in the case of the scriptures we just read, was interested in the success of his disciples. He valued, showed them, he valued them. And he was interested in their success as he sent them out, hallelujah, to do his will to let The people of Israel at that time know that the kingdom of God was at hand. In other words, he was here on earth at the time. Hallelujah. In the same sense, this God that's not the respective persons who doesn't love one more than the other. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory to God is interested in our success. Let me look at the camera and point at you, even though it's rude. God is interested in your success. All right, so here we go. Amen, help me pray, amen, over this message. Father God, we come before you in the matchless name of Jesus. We thank you and praise you for such a time as this. Now, Father God, even as we have the opportunity to have service online, hallelujah, we thank you for that, Lord God, and the medium to be able to do it, Lord God. Now, Father God, now we need a word from you, Lord God. Even if it's online, Father God, we need a word from you, Lord God. We need to feel the sense of community, of church, Lord God, uh, that that the anointing even comes through our screens, Lord God, in the name of Jesus. Now, this task of feeding your people, Lord God, and impacting them with your presence, Lord God, is far, far too great for me. You are the preacher. You are the teacher. Preach today. Teach today. Fill and feed your people today to overflowing, and we won't fail to give you all the praise, the glory, and the honor, because you do all things well. In Jesus' name, Somebody say amen. Hallelujah. Let's get back to our message. Amen. God is interested in your success. God wants you to do well. God values you. Hallelujah. That's another statement. God values you. Even if you don't value yourself, you are valued by your creator, by your savior, by the Holy Spirit. So he values us and he's interested in our success because he values us. If he takes care of even the little birds, why wouldn't he take care of those that are made in his image and likeness? All right, let's get into our next slide here. Let's look at the word success. This is a worldly definition, but it's going to help us to understand the point of this message a little bit better, all right? So success, amen, according to dictionarythesaurus.com means the favorable or prosperous termination of attempts or endeavors. All right, when you're successful, you are no longer trying to be successful. That's basically what it's saying, the termination of attempts or endeavors. Amen, hallelujah. I like that it put the word favorable there. That gives a God aspect to the the, uh, definition here. Hallelujah. It's because of the favorable uh, influence and and, and move of God in your life that you uh, 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 terminate your attempts or endeavors for success because you already have them through God, all right? It is the accomplishments of one's goals. God told me to give you some synonyms of success as well, all right? So I looked up through the thesaurus, amen, what the synonyms of the word success are, and they are benefit, do well, fruition, happiness, prosperity, realization, triumph, victory, win. All right. So God, through his favorable move in our lives, he, that, the fact that he values us. All right. Hallelujah. Wants us to, be, to, to take advantage of the benefits that come to us through the death of Christ at the cross. He wants us to do well. He wants everything that He has planned for our life to come to fruition. He wants us to be happy, to have prosperity. There is no prosperity gospel. However, God will take care of His people. All right? He wants that thing that He wants to come to pass in our life to come to realization. He wants us to experience triumph, victory, to win. You are a winner through jesus christ hallelujah thank you lord glory to god god wants me to speak his will into your life today amen now it's up to you to receive it hallelujah but you are a winner god's interested in your success hallelujah glory to god next slide please what is god's definition of success all right now we, we just read the definition of success but What is God's specific definition of success in the Bible? All right. I have dealt with this scripture before. It's a little while ago, but we're going to go back to it right now. Hallelujah. Next slide, please. We're coming out of Genesis 39, one and two verses. Hallelujah there in the Amplified Classic version. This is the story of Joseph. Joseph was sold off into slavery by his brothers. Amen. Out of jealousy, but all things work together for good. All right, God allowed it to happen because he had a plan for Joseph's life. We'll get a little bit more into that uh, after I read the scripture. All right, so what is God's definition of success? Let's read this scripture here or this passage of scriptures here. All right, Genesis 39, verses one through two, Amplified Classic Version. And Joseph was brought down to Egypt and Potiphar, an officer of Pharaoh, the captain and chief executioner of the royal guard, an Egyptian brought him from the Ishmaelites who had brought him down there. But the Lord was with Joseph. Somebody say, the Lord was with Joseph, hallelujah. And he, though a slave, was a successful and prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian, hallelujah, hallelujah. What is God's definition of success? Joseph being naked, hallelujah, and sold into slavery, amen, because, hallelujah, the people who were buying these slaves had to examine the body of the individual they were purchasing. I'm not here saying that God is pro-slavery. This was a fallen world as well, and God worked all things together for good for Joseph, hallelujah, despite what he went through, hallelujah. And it's a testimony to us as well, hallelujah, that even though he was a slave, hallelujah, the key part of that scripture in God's definition of success, it says, but the Lord was with Joseph, hallelujah. I'm here to tell you today, amen. If you are a believer in Jesus Christ, the Lord is with you. Matter of fact, he lives in inside of you by way of the Holy Ghost. Somebody say hallelujah. Glory to God. We have to stop walking around hallelujah like the king hallelujah glory. His spirit lives inside of us hallelujah and that he's not interested in our success hallelujah. He values us enough that he came and died for our sins hallelujah and he sent the comforter to come and live inside of us hallelujah. The Lord is with us like he was with Joseph hallelujah and Joseph Went from being a slave to the most powerful man in the world. Somebody say, Hallelujah. Yes, Pharaoh was ultimately king, but Pharaoh listened to what Joseph had to say. Amen. Thank you. Hallelujah. hallelujah. The Lord is with you. If God is with you, which He is, we're believers. There's no limit to what he could work out in your life and bring about success. God's interested in your success. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Next slide, please. But, Brother Pastor, if God is so interested in my success, why am I not experiencing it? You know, I know what you're saying, and I know you got excited a minute ago and you were preaching and all this. But, you know, my body hurts, and I'm broke, and my bills are due, and, and and brother pastor, you know, that's all good and everything like that. But, you know, I don't really believe it. Let's deal with that because I had that attitude as well. Okay. All right. Next slide, please. All right. Matthew 6. Twenty-five. This is a part of the Sermon on the Mount. This is Jesus speaking to us. Okay. And let's see what Jesus has to say. Now, let's understand that Jesus was speaking to a group of people being the, the uh, Israelites who believed that their path to success or to heaven or to earthly riches was through their own self-efforts of keeping the law. All right. So they felt like if I do good, I'll get good. If I do bad, I'll get bad. They, God was there, but they felt like they had to earn their blessings. Does it sound familiar? Okay, here we go. Excuse me. This is Jesus. He says, therefore I tell you, stop being perpetually uneasy and anxious and worried about your life. When we are perpetually uneasy, anxious, and worried about our lives, We are then doing something that we're not supposed to. I'm not talking about just the worry, but we are engaging ourselves in activities that we feel like we have to maintain. For example, hallelujah, uh, the church, I am the pastor, but God is the owner of the church. So ultimately, Hallelujah, it's not for me to worry about our well-being. It's to trust the Lord and let him work it out because I have confidence that he values us as a church, his church, and that he wants good things for his church. All right? If we engage in worry and are uneasy and are anxious, hallelujah, Lord to God, We're not walking in faith. Okay, so this is Jesus talking to them. They were not walking in faith. The Israelites at that time were not walking in faith. They were walking in their self-efforts, their attempts to keep the law and get to heaven. This is why he's talking to them like this. He says, or about your body, what you shall put on. All right, we shouldn't worry about what we're going to put on. All right, now even today, hallelujah, hallelujah, I was busy with a lot of things and this was a very busy weekend for me. Hallelujah. God showed me what to wear. I went up there, put it on and thus here I am. Hallelujah. All right. Is not life greater in quality than food and the body far more, far above and more excellent than clothing? Look at the birds of the air. So here Jesus is making a reference to birds again. They neither sow nor reap, nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly father keeps feeding them. In other words, these Lower creatures, these animals, these birds, amen. God values them and feeds them. When he do it for us, those of us made in his image and likeness. Let me, let me insert this. When we work outside of his will, God rests. When we rest in his will, God works. This is not advocating laziness because I'm getting up and going to work tomorrow because that is within God's will and I'm going to work and do the best job I can. But I am not going with an attitude that I must earn my blessings and that God doesn't value me or God doesn't want me to be a success. He does. And any issue, any problem, any challenge I will face tomorrow at work God's already got a solution, hallelujah. So I should not worry about it, hallelujah. Oh, I'm talking to you guys that stay up at night and worry. You're wasting your time, I love you. More importantly, God loves you, hallelujah. But when you try to work out your own success apart from God or out of his will, And this is the case for most of us. This is why we're not experiencing the success that we should. Okay. Hallelujah. It's God's job to take care of us. And our job to function within his will to the best of our ability to give him glory. Amen. And to be a witness to those around us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me read on. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Are you not worth much more than they? So God, Jesus here is, who is God, is letting them know of their value, his listeners. And who of you by worrying and being anxious could add one unit of measure, cubic to his stature or or to the span of his life? So who, worrying will not cause us to grow any taller. Worrying will not uh, add any years to our life. Matter of fact, it will take it from our lives, all right? And once again, worry and being anxious is an indication that we really don't believe God's going to do it. We believe it's on us. I'm going to make a statement to you that's not fun, and you may even get mad at me. However, the mentality of the modern day Christian, of the church, is more like the world than it is as God would have it to be, where we are relaxed. And at ease, I'm going to make another statement to you, and it's not fun, and I don't take any pleasure in doing it. The church is carnal. We're talking about why we don't experience the success that we should be experiencing. It's because we do things like the world does things, and we, instead of being spiritual prone or more used to acting carnal or unspiritual although we're saved although we're going to heaven although God values us although God is interested in our success when we operate in a means to gain our own success apart from God when we operate in an unspiritual manner like the world we're not going to enjoy God's success. That's just the case. It's not because he doesn't want us to have success. It's because we, like Adam, have taken things into our own hands, excluded God from the picture, and then get mad at God when we don't receive the success we think we should. Now, are there people in the world who have a type of success? Of course, There are billionaires in the world. All right. Hallelujah. But it's all on them and the world's means of doing things, the survival of the fittest. So the most talented or the most favored by other people uh, tend to win and others tend to be ignored. All right. That's the world's way. All right. God's way is we all win. We all go into promise. Next slide, please. Verse 28 says, and why should you be anxious about clothes? Consider the lilies of the field and learn thoroughly how they grow. They neither toil nor spin. Now he's comparing uh, how he takes care of the lilies. Hallelujah. Yet I tell you, even Solomon in all his magnificence, his excellence, dignity, and grace was not arrayed like one of these. God even takes care of the lilies. All right. Why wouldn't he take care of us? Hallelujah. But if God so clothed the grass of the field, which today is alive and green and tomorrow is tossed into the furnace, will he not much more surely clothe you? This is a rhetorical question like I talked about last week that does not need an answer. Yes, he will clothe us and take care of us. Oh, ye of little faith. Hallelujah. Here's another key to the scripture. Hallelujah. Why have we not experienced the success that we feel like we sh- we ought to as Christians because we don't always operate in faith. If I am worrying and anxious and staying up all night, I am not operating in faith. It is impossible to please God without faith. I'm telling God you're on una- i I'm telling God that a, you don't value me. B, you're not interested in my success. See, I'm going to do it on my own. That's not faith. That's what the world does. And we as Christians should not be seen operating like the world does. We do thank God for his grace. All right. He loves us. Thank God that God has a mentality that he's not going to throw us away. Amen. God doesn't divorce. God doesn't kick us to the curb. God doesn't, uh, even the Israelites, amen. He's still interested in their success, even though by and large, they have rejected him. Hallelujah. The scripture in Romans says all Israel will be saved one day. They will be saved when they see the Messiah sitting on the throne of Jerusalem. All right. Hallelujah. That's a whole different. Hallelujah. Uh, message amen next slide please let's finish up this point though we're we're talking about why we are not experiencing the success that god would have for us all right we've talked about operating outside of faith we've talked about as a result we become anxious we become worriers we stay up all night uh we start doing things apart from his will hallelujah uh let me add another one We try to pray God to move on things we want to come with us instead of us with him. All right. Hallelujah. For example, and I I apologize in advance. My intent's not to offend anybody. Amen. But just to bring a light on things we deal with and why we're not experiencing the success. I can't go out here. What I attempted to do before I got married is to find a woman and tell God, bless this relationship all right hallelujah as opposed to God setting me up bringing me a woman to marry amen and blessings already be on it because it's his plan all right it just it just does not it's not limited just to relationships it's whatever amen I, you've heard ad nausea me talk about the lexus I wanted to get I was trying to get God to bless me in that situation hallelujah as opposed to not knowing years later that God would have the car for me that he has now, the blessings in that, and the car is a money earner as well. Hallelujah. Let me get back to our scripture. Amen. Let's close it out here. Amen. Uh, Matthew 6, 31 through 34. Close out this section, I should say. Therefore, do not worry or be anxious, saying, what are we going to have to eat? Or what are we going to have to drink? Or what are we going to have to wear? For the Gentiles, I talked about us being like the world, amen. Now, we are Gentiles, hallelujah, but we are in the family of Christ right now, hallelujah. Or the heathen, in this case, let's think of it more as non-believer, hallelujah. The Gentiles, the heathen, wish for and crave and diligently diligently seek all these things, and your heavenly Father knows well that you need them all. He knows what we have need of. But seek Aim at, strive after first of all his kingdom and his righteousness. Now let's take this from their standpoint. Amen. Hallelujah. They were trying to get to heaven through their own self-efforts of keeping the law. He's saying, seek me. I am the kingdom. I, You come in the kingdom through me. Hallelujah. We are saved already from our perspective. It would be seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. It would be us. Let's go to God first and have him work out his will in our lives before not even before, instead of us trying to do it our way. Hallelujah. So first of all, his kingdom and his righteousness, his way of doing and being right. And then all these things taken together will be given to you besides all these things, all the success will be given to you besides a relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. So do not worry or be anxious about tomorrow for tomorrow will have worries and anxieties of its own. Sufficient for the day is its own trouble. So why do we not experience the success that what I'm sharing with you today that God wants us to have? Hallelujah. Basically, we've been trying to do things our own way. We want God to bless what we're doing instead of us joining what he has for us. He's our creator. He knows the talents, the gifts, the abilities. He knows how to put us in the right place at the right time, doing the right thing. Hallelujah, glory to God. I shared this with you a few weeks ago and 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 I'm not trying to offend anybody. I really am not, all right? I would have never, we don't live in a mansion. We live in a very modest home right now. God put us here after 12 years living in our family house. All right. With the rest of our family. All right. To see the uniqueness of God. And those of you who may have who, who may be non-black, who may be white, uh, Latino, uh, Middle East, whatever your background is, it, as you view this. Amen. I'm not trying to be uh, offensive when I say this. Hallelujah. But our neighborhoods are very segregated. God put us in the neighborhood where only 129 other black people live. In other words, he carved out a place for us to be, regardless of what the demographics or what the world says and what what is right, what is wrong. You live in my neighborhood, you don't live in my neighborhood, whatever it is. God was interested in our success as a Brown family and put us in a place, when I say Brown family, I'm talking about my last name, and put us in a place where usually people who look like me don't live, all right? In the same token, he's interested in your success, that the success that God has for us goes beyond the world's perception of where you should live, where you should not live, where you should work, where you should not work. Whether you're a male or a female, God is interested in your success. Matter of fact, he died to give you success first with success, with reconnecting with father God, Then success to go to heaven and then success that we can enjoy here on earth. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let's get to our last passage of scripture. Amen. And I'm going to end here. Amen. Next slide, please. An increased knowledge of the Lord Jesus Christ will lead to success. Hallelujah. Before we move into our scripture, I'm going to make another bold statement. Most Christians don't know what Christ accomplished for them at the cross. I didn't know. And even when I was introduced to it, I thought it was too good to be true. Why? Because my mentality, although I was a Christian for years, was more like the world and other religions and less like a Christian who understands what Jesus accomplished for me and for you at the cross. Here we go. Next slide, please. We're coming out of Second Peter, the first chapter. I'm going to be reading verses 1 through 3 from the Amplified Classic Version. Here, during Peter's time, the church was under persecution because Christianity at the time was an illegal religion. All religions in the Roman Empire, which this part of the world around the Mediterranean, which included Israel, uh, all religions had to be approved by the Roman Empire, who was in control at the time. Okay. So here, Peter is trying to encourage the followers of Christ, amen, uh, that uh, God is with them, that they are blessed. All right, that they have benefits in Christ. So here it goes. Simon Peter, a servant and apostle, special messenger of Jesus Christ to those who have received, obtained an equal privilege of like precious faith with ourselves in and through the righteousness of our God and savior, Jesus Christ. So he's saying you've received righteousness through Jesus Christ. Let me say this to us. What did Jesus accomplish for us at the cross? Hallelujah. How do we increase in knowledge? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We are, or we've received righteousness from Christ. Hallelujah. He became sin. We became the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Here, Peter is emphasizing this to his listeners. Hallelujah. I don't care if you're struggling with sin and you're a Christian out there. You are the righteousness of Christ. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. You are still going through the sanctification process. You are still learning. This is why you're on here with me today in the Living Waters Christian Center. You are learning. You are growing. You are being sanctified. You are getting better. You are, you are increasing in knowledge. You are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. He took our sin. We took his righteousness. He gave us his righteousness. So we don't have to try to work it up. We legally are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. One of our sources of worry. I'm not righteous enough. Listen, you are legally righteous. Hallelujah. So it's not about what you put on, what you eat. It's about who you receive. Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Glory to God. All right. May grace God's favor and peace, which is perfect, which is perfect well-being. All necessary good, all spiritual prosperity, and freedom from fears, and agitating passions and moral conflicts, be multiplied to you. In the full, personal, precise, and correct knowledge of God, we have to have the correct knowledge of God. How did he, as I said before, we are not sinners; we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. We we, we, we want to know how we increase in knowledge. You are righteous. If you are struggling as a Christian, struggling with sin, and and I could name a million things, but if you are still struggling, amen, let's start with the truth that you are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. Increase in that understanding. Embrace that. You are the righteousness of God. How are you the righteousness of God? No, you did not earn it. Jesus earned it for you. He gave it to you by grace. He took your sin. He gave you His righteousness. This Second Corinthians five twenty one. Look it up for yourself. Hallelujah! Glory to God. For His divine power has bestowed upon us all things. Are rec- uh, excuse me for a second. With that word, hallelujah. Requisite, hallelujah. I'm saying it wrong. I can hear my mother, hallelujah, on over the YouTube, hallelujah. And suited, hallelujah, to life and godliness. Hallelujah. Through the full personal knowledge of him who called us and to his own glory and excellent and virtue, hallelujah. We have to come into a knowledge and increase knowledge of all that Jesus accomplished for us and bestowed upon us at the cross and we will start operating in success we are no longer sinners we're righteous all right all our sins were paid for all the promises of God that's also in Corinthians Hallelujah! or yay and amen towards us amen we have an opportunity to walk in the promises that weren't even made to us, that were made to the Israelites, hallelujah. How can we claim a promise to the Israelites, hallelujah, because God's not the respecter of persons. If he will do it for them, hallelujah, he will certainly do it for us. He does not love them more than us. He just chose them first, all right, to share the gospel with the world, hallelujah. And they have done that, hallelujah, not the entire nation, but a portion of the nation accepted their Messiah, hallelujah, as Lord and Savior, and shared the gospel with all of us. Thus, the Gentiles, hallelujah, or the non-Jew, is now saved, amen, along with those that have embraced the Messiah, hallelujah. So we are saved. We are his righteousness, hallelujah. We have access to all the promises of the Bible, hallelujah, hallelujah. Because he loves us as much as he loves his first chosen people, the Jews. Hallelujah. Glory to God. God, hallelujah, is interested in our success. Hallelujah. God wants us to do well. Hallelujah. The Living Waters Christian Center will do well. Hallelujah. This little pause, amen, in physical meaning together. Amen. Hallelujah. Is going to work ultimately for God's good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I don't care how old you are, whether you're older than most, or younger than most. God's interested in your success. Any thought to the contrary is not of God. It's a thought that's in your mind that did not originate from God. I know God wants me to do well. So I walk around every day knowing that God wants me to do well. He doesn't want me to not do well. He doesn't want me per se to be embarrassed or to fail. Hallelujah. He wants me to do well. Hallelujah. This is a mentality I walk around with. I was not always that way. This is where he brought me to. And this is what he wants me to share with you today. Walk around every day with an attitude that God wants me to do well today. God wants me to be successful today. God wants Hallelujah, my life to go along a successful path. I am his righteousness. Hallelujah. He died. Hallelujah. Jesus died on the cross that I might be successful while here on earth in whatever endeavor he would lead me into. Hallelujah. Let's now get away from God. Bless what I created. Build on top of my foundation. Do what I want you to do. Be a genie and give me three wishes. No, he's a loving father that created us, hallelujah, gave us certain talents and abilities and has given us a pathway, hallelujah, that if we stop walking stubbornly away from that pathway and embrace it, hallelujah, we'll find joy, peace, love, and success along this path pathway hallelujah listen i still have a long way to go as far as carnality that i deal with hallelujah glory to god and i know it's between uh him uh, it's between me allowing him to mature me in areas that i've been resistant for him to mature me in that i will find success the more i yield to his will in those areas that i've chosen to hold on to that i know a carnal I'm not ready yet. I'm not ready to be successful. That's basically what I'm saying. Our stubbornness, including me, gets in the way of our success. Not because God doesn't want to give us success, but God will not violate our will and make us do something we don't want to do. When we say not my will, but thy will be done, we will experience success on a level we can't even fathom. Hallelujah. As we move forward as a church, both individually and as a corporate organization, let's be open to whatever God has for us and the success that he wants to give us even if it's outside of our comfort zone, it's outside of our personal vision, it's outside of the norm. There's success waiting for you. God's interested in your success. And I know all of us have been through hard times. We've been through church hurt. We've been through family hurt. We, some of us have been through abuse. Some of us have been through neglect. Neglect. Some of us are suffering in our bodies and some of us are having trouble in our marriages. Others of us are having trouble on our jobs or in our businesses. But I'm here to tell you today that God is interested in your success. However, we got to do it his way. You know yourself better than anybody else. It's time to stop telling lies to ourselves or walking in denial. Let's be open whatever god has to tell us he's not in the truth he tells us he's going to tell us in love he's not telling us to destroy us he's telling us in love let's embrace whatever he has to say make a decision to follow his will for our individual lives and to a larger extent to our church lives and let god have his way and enjoy the success on this side of heaven that god in the person of Jesus Christ died to give us. I'm done. Love you all. Amen. Hallelujah. Listen, you're out there. You don't know Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And maybe you've had a little degree of success, amen, but you're so stressed out about it. You can't sleep at night. You're working 200-hour weeks. And I know that's not possible. But but I'm I'm exaggerating a little bit. Listen, you want to enjoy success. You want righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. You want to be relaxed. You want to be at ease. You want to know that you're in alignment with your creator, with your savior, with the Holy Spirit. I, 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 I put out an olive branch to you to join the family of God. That can only be done in one way. That's through the person of Jesus Christ. He says, no man comes unto the Father or Father God except through him. He said it in the 14th chapter of John. Would you please, ma'am, sir, young ma'am, young sir, join the family of God right now. This is not a commitment to live in Waters Christian Center. This is joining the family of God. You are a creation of God. You are made in the image and likeness of God. But to join the family of God comes through Jesus Christ. If you're willing to do that, please say these words with me. Say, Lord Jesus, come into my heart. Please forgive me of all sins, transgressions, iniquities, and general imperfections. I believe that you died for my sins. I believe that you rose on the third day from the dead as the evidence that Father God accepted your death as full payment for my sins. And that was evidence because you rose from the dead, saying that God was well pleased with what you did. Thank you for saving me today and making me a part of the family of God. If you agree with that prayer you just said, just say, Amen. And I want to welcome you to the family of God. Hallelujah. Well, how can I join the family of God just through the words I say? You get married through the words you say. People who come from other countries become citizens through the words they say. We say the Pledge of Allegiance in school. We, we, we sing the national anthem. Words have power. All right. So you are now a part of the family of God. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Listen, we would, I, I want to encourage you to find a church that preaches Jesus and Jesus alone you are free to join us here at the Living Waters Christian Center. Currently, we are exclusively online. We will, because God is interested in the success of his church, be in our own building, amen, very soon. Holiday, we'd love for you to join us if you're in the New York area or if you happen to visit the New York area. We are here on Long Island Holiday, and we are about to have a wonderful sanctuary where you can come and join us, amen. In the meantime, you can continue to join us here at 1130 a.m., every week on this YouTube channel. Amen. Glory to God. I have to transition now. We need your help to continue to share the gospel, to continue to do things like we're doing now. Everything we're using costs money. Hallelujah. And these things won't last forever. They will eventually wear and we will need to buy other things. Also, the gospel costs money to spread. We need to uh to to be in this building. Amen holiday we need operating funds to be able to operate the building we're about to be in we are on earth god is interested in our success and one of the ways he uh finances the success is through the willful giving of people who have found value in the message of the gospel and in this case through the living waters christian center so if you found value in what you heard today or if you consider this your church or if you're visiting and you were impacted by what was said today. Maybe you got saved or maybe you uh, learned something you hadn't n- known before. Amen. I make a plea to you. Dear. Please, ma'am. Please, sir. Please invest in the Living Waters Christian Center so we can continue to do things like this week in and week out. Amen. Hallelujah. You can give in one of two ways. You can give online at our website, LWCC Grace dot org forward slash donations there those of you who feel comfortable making digital transactions on online can make a uh, tax-deductible donation investment tithe offering to the living waters christian center in its mission to unveil the beauty of christ through the preaching of the gospel of grace amen hallelujah if you give in this manner a self-generated email will come to you as evidence that you gave to the church, and in 2023, you can use that when you go do your taxes. Amen. It's, tax de- it's a tax deductible donation that you're making here. All right. Once again, that's lwccgrace.org forward slash donations. All right. lwcc.org forward slash donations. Amen. Holiday. The second way you can mail in your donation to Living Waters Christian Center. P.O. Box 115, Abneyville, New York, 11701. If you don't feel comfortable making a digital transaction, you can mail in your donation. Someone will go and pick up that donation and uh, put it in the offering for you on your behalf. And next year you will receive a contribution letter from the church before January 31st or post dated on January 31st that you gave to the Living Waters Christian Center, all right, for your tax purposes. Once again, you can give to Living Waters Christian Center, P.O. Box 115, Amityville, New York, 11701. I wanna encourage you all to please give, support the gospel, support the truth of our Lord Jesus Christ, support messages where you find out that God is interested in your success. Hallelujah. That's not said just to get an offering. Amen. That's said because it's true. Whether you give or not, God is still interested in your success. Hallelujah. But when we sow or we invest in his kingdom, we get a great harvest from that. Jesus was sown unto us. For God so loved the world, he gave. All right. So love must be measured by action behind that passion. Amen. He gave. He so loved, was so passionate for the world, he gave his son or he tithed his son. In the same way as Christians, we respond back to God. We so love God, we give our tithes, we give our offerings, we we invest, we donate to support the work of the church. Amen? Hallelujah. Let me pray over these offerings. I've, I've talked enough. Father God, we thank you and praise you for these offerings, these donations, these investments, these seeds that we sow today. We sow them for the upkeep and expansion of your kingdom, for the maintenance of your kingdom here on earth. Father God, as we give today, let us get a return, some 30-fold return, some 60-fold return, some 100-fold return, a million-fold return. Let it come back unto us in the name of Jesus that we might be blessed to continue to be a blessing to those around us, including the church, Lord God. We thank you today. We praise you, Lord God, for the monies we have to invest or the seed we have to invest. Hallelujah, bless the the givers today and bless those who weren't able to give, Lord God. Open up a means for them to give in the name of Jesus. Bless them to be a blessing in the name of Jesus. We thank you today. We praise you. We bless you in Jesus' name. Somebody say amen. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us here at the Living Waters Christian Center today. Amen. We hope you were blessed. I had to share some strong things with you today, but know that God loves you. God's interested in your success. Amen. God values you. I value I value you. I love you. I respect you all. I miss you all. Amen. We're going to be in our building soon. Amen. God's working behind the scenes on our behalf because he's interested in our success. Amen. Glory to God, I'm not trying to hype you up, I'm telling you the truth, amen, as God revealed it to me, amen, glory to God, hallelujah, despite me, hallelujah, living essentially without a home for 12 years, God was still interested in my success, and now I am sharing the good news to you from that home, amen, hallelujah, so God's interested, amen, and he's got you, amen, so be blessed, enjoy your Sunday, we'll be back next week. Thank you for joining us at I Am Robert A. Brown Ministries. We hope the message blessed you and unveiled the love of Christ to you in a greater way. God bless.